What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance. Crazy and love the podcast. It's the Single Life Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only, Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Doing fantastic. <laughs> doing doing very well. I'm always... Is that my catchphrase, too? Wait, what do you mean? How's everyone doing? Yeah. It is, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, are you having an out-of-body experience? What's maybe, happening? Maybe, maybe. Wait, what do, you, what do you think you normally say? I mean, it's my opening, but yeah. I didn't see it as a catchphrase. You're so caught up in catchphrases. I mean... Look at you. Hello? Look at you. We get three new followers on Instagram, and you think you're a celebrity over there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you Listen, anymore. I'm just thinking big. Think I don't big. know about you anymore. Always think, think big. Think big. That's a Doug song. Did you ever watch Doug? No. Doug may be my second favorite show after The Single Life. Doug with Skeeter, Roger Klotz. Is it a dog? Nobody has a dog, Porkchop. And he had a song banging on a trash can. Is it a cartoon? Yeah, and he always wore the same outfit. It was like a green vest and khaki shorts. I've never watched it, but I think I know what you're talking about. I watched Hey Arnold. Okay. Not a huge Hey Arnold fan, but really, I've seen a couple episodes in my day. I loved Hey Arnold. Yeah, but Doug. And had also, a- shout out to SpongeBob SquarePants. All right, well, this is not a cartoon <laughs> recap podcast. No, but I, I like Doug is kind of bold with like a, an oval head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like three pubic hairs yeah. on his head. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, Doug. But he had a song, "Think Big." I'm gonna have to play it for you. I mean, good stuff. That's what you do. Good you stuff. think big. Anyways. You gotta think big. Always think big, guys. Speaking of thinking big, hello, folks. We got a name change coming up. Exactly. We got a name change coming up about ooh, a little less than a week away. Thinking big and beyond. A little whatever less that means. than a week away. <laughs> We've bored you guys to death with all the reasons why we're changing the name, so we won't do that again. But just know that on December 7th, this podcast will no longer be called 90 Day Fiance Crazy in Love. It'll be called something so much better. So much so better. So much better. That's going to encompass all the greatness that we could ever want to cover, excluding Hey Arnold. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's going to be good. Stay tuned. We're going to drop the name probably in a couple of days, actually. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll drop the name. We'll give you a little heads up before we go live with it on December 7th. But make sure you keep your eyes and your ears open Yeah. For and that. don't you worry... The name is the only thing that's changing. That's true. You're going to stay as the Except visuals are staying the same. Your head's getting a little bit bigger. so Like Arnold's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean all this celebrity is well, going to your head. And that brings me back to my catchphrase idea because, guys, you know we're going to launch a giveaway too. Oh. Maybe, just maybe, there might be an item with my catchphrase on. <laughs> sure. Am I right? Sure, why I not? Mean, why not? Think maybe, big. Maybe there is one think with big. your catchphrase on. Whatever that would be. Think big. Think big. I will, I'll think of a catchphrase and then I'll... I think your catchphrase is, are you ready for some body ways? Oh, well... <laughs> Am that, I right? That would have been a good segue if this was the episode with by the ways, but it's not. So. I'm sure our friends know what I'm talking yeah, about. They know what we're talking about. All right. So that's happening December 7th. We'll let you know the new name a couple of days before then. So pay attention. Stay tuned. Keep an Stay ear tuned. out. Stay tuned. But in the meantime, make sure you guys follow us on social media. It's so easy to do. It's also where we're going to announce the new name. And you could find us at 90 Day Crazy in Love on Instagram. Yeah, guys, follow us, chat with us. We love hearing from you. See the memes. Like, See the memes, like the memes. Up. We caught up with our meme oh, game. Yeah. Can't stop us now. You can't. So do that on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love. Make sure you follow it. Again, we're going to change the Instagram handle once the name changes. But as long as you follow before the change, you're good to go. You're good. So speaking of following, make sure you guys also follow the podcast wherever you're listening. Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. So easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's Debbie Scorpion Ball. That was, uh, that was on that fire. Was, that was pretty It should have been on fire. Did they light it on fire? No. I don't remember. But, those but yeah, drinks. I've had a scorpion ball once with I think they three other on, people because it was on. huge. <laughs> and I think it was on fire. Right? Yeah. That makes sense still. But listen, Debbie got it for herself. She's, Good job. she's doing what she's got to do. Good job. I mean, she's living her life. Living her best living life. Living her best life. <laughs> so follow the podcast. If you guys are listening on Apple, the follow button is that little plus sign button in the top right corner of your screen. 
It's a little, little secret. Just smash it. Well, hard to find. Smash Just that. smash Just it. Just press that plus sign button. That's yes. my new catchphrase. Like we said on the other way. Podcast. Oh, are you trying to press, start a thing? Guys, press that plus you sign button. You cannot overpower my catchphrase. Your catchphrase applies to all apps. I'm just narrowing it down to Apple. Mm. Press that plus sign. Mm, okay. Okay. John and is trying to start something, guys. Let's see. Let's keep an eye on him. Speaking, of, eye on him. speaking of Apple Podcasts or any platform that allows you to do it, if you haven't left a review, please do. It means the world. It's so important now that we're changing the name. So if you can rate and review, doesn't take long. It would mean the world to us. Yes. All right. Housekeeping is done. We can now talk about my favorite show on television. The Single Life Season 2. Episode 3. Correct. Oh, it's almost sad that it's episode 3 already because that means we are three episodes closer to the finale. I can't get enough. I I cannot get enough. I freaking love this I cannot get enough. The Single Life, just give me more. It's all I want. (laughs) This was a good one. This was a good, good episode. And it starts with Jesse and Jennifer. We're picking up where we left off. Jesse and Jennifer are still in the cab on the way from the airport. And Jennifer is nervous because she and Jesse still haven't made out yet. Yes, it's a big thing. If there is no sexual chemistry, Jesse is going to be put in the same box where Tim is. Yes. And we remember what happened or what did not happen with, Literally. with Tim and Jennifer. So she would move on. But so far, Jesse keeps saying, I'm going to, I want to get to know her first. I want to see if we're compatible. I want to see if the chemistry is there before we start doing something. And I almost believed him. I almost, almost believed him. Almost. He had me for about 15 minutes. I was like, good for you, Jesse. It's almost Taking like you're waving a lollipop in front of a child, but tell him the lollipop is not good for you. The child's going to wait maybe 30 yeah. seconds to be like, <laughs> maybe, maybe mommy's right, but it's like, who cares? Let me see if I have any allergies to this. Ah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Jesse, but we'll get to it. So they make it to their hotel. They check in. Jesse makes it clear once again, he's not wanting or expecting to sleep with Jennifer. He wants to take it slow. They just met. And for a second, I was thinking, okay, well, maybe Jesse is like our friend Paul. And he wants to get his South American lady an STD test. Because that's <laughs> that's what Paul was holding off for with Karini. I mean, Paul... It's just Paul. I don't even know what to say. Remember when he was wearing two condoms to get in the water? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that describes Paul. Mm-hmm. I almost missed that little guy in a, in a creepy way. I love how he just takes off. In a creepy, crazy way. Yeah. There's a lot wrong with him. There's a lot wrong with him, but he brought the entertainment and, and you know we love that. So Jesse was not waiting for that. He was trying to play the good guy and it's quickly going to go but, away. But he was saying, oh... You know, I don't want to sleep with Jennifer until we get to know each other. Why did you get one hotel room? Right. Like, right. are you going to sleep on a couch or what's the deal? Well, okay. So speaking of the hotel room, they go in and Jesse is very happy about it. He's pleasantly surprised. Beautiful He's hotel. Like, so beautiful. Uh, bueno. Bueno. <laughs> very nice. Right? So excited that there was a bathtub in the hotel room. Oh, my God. There's a bathtub? I have to say, you mentioned it last time, and I cannot agree more when you said that Darcy rubbed off of... Oh, yeah. Rubbed off on Yeah, rubbed off on Jesse because he is one big motivational quote. Mm. Just walking around saying, beautiful hotel. Um, I'm very, very happy to be here. It's beautiful. Jennifer, you're beautiful. Everything's beautiful. It's perfect. (laughs) It's like, dude... I'm very, okay. I'm very positively surprised by this hotel, <laughs> which is kind of a shitty thing to say. It is. Unless production booked it and you're thinking, oh, yeah. wow, production sprung for a nice place. Otherwise, I don't think they, they, maybe they do, but I almost feel like if they do book and they do pay, I think they only do it for whatever the couple can afford. Because Paul has never stayed in a nice hotel. Well, I don't know if there's nice hotels in the middle well, he stayed in bigger cities too. Every major city around that's the true. world must have at least one decent hotel. That's true. So then that's a shitty thing to say because I would imagine then Jennifer booked it. And he's saying, oh, wow, I'm possibly surprised by this, that you actually got a decent place. You could afford a nice place. Wow, this is great. 
I'm a man of luxury and travel, and I'm used to five-star hotels with bathtubs. I can't believe you got a hotel with a bathtub. This is amazing. So, so far, so good. I mean, Jennifer is from Colombia. I've never been to Colombia, but the town, Bucaramanga, Mm -hmm. doesn't look too bad. No. She always goes to nice restaurants and nice tourist places. And yeah. So, yeah, I'm surprised he said it. Yeah. So, meanwhile, as he's bouncing around the room like Kevin from Home Alone 2 Lost in New York, (laughs) Jennifer's loins are just on fire. She wants it. She's ready. But. Jesse's too excited over the fact that the room has a window to even be paying any attention. She's loving the hotel. To Jennifer. So they get dressed for the night and boy, oh boy, Jesse comes out looking like a magician. Ding, ding, ding. Outfits the segment. Okay. I think he comes out looking like a magician wearing this sparkly blue blazer being like, and for my next trick, I'll make all the sexual chemistry disappear. <laughs> Like what? It looks like he beat up Elton John and stole his jacket. Literally. What are you wearing, bro? What is that? A sparkly blue blazer and a bow tie, which is a little extreme for a dinner. Oh, it's a little extreme for anything outside of like a Siegfried and Royd production. I, th- I think <laughs> Jesse probably had to check that jacket on the airplane because I don't think they allow that for carry-on. That thing is so explosive. I think it's all made out of polyester. You know, those like when you buy a Halloween costume from Party City and it's all sparkly, but made out of polyester. Sequins. It had sequins on it. Swarovski crystals, I think I saw. It was, it was somewhat elegant, but very suspicious that Jesse has this in his wardrobe. You know, there is time and place for this. That was neither the time. Nor the place. Yeah, not a first date. I don't see how Jennifer could be into that, but she's playing along like she is into it. I think she likes it. She she finds Western or a, what do you call it? Northern, Western, Eastern guys. <laughs> you got to tell me what you're talking about. I'm trying to say she finds guys that are different from Colombia attractive. Right. Westerners, right? I guess, even though yeah. he's not from the States, but he is sure. Western influenced, perhaps. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's almost like she's one of the people who's attracted to what she doesn't see on a daily basis. I guess. Does it make sense? I just don't, I don't know if I buy that she's that into it. I mean, she does come out and say, oh, wow, you look like a star. I think she is into it. You look like a star. I don't know if you look like a star. You look like the ceiling in a planetarium, maybe. (laughs) Not a star, Jesse. I mean, she kept saying, oh, he looks so handsome. He's so tall. I just want to make out with him, but he has to make the move. Otherwise, he's going to go in the team box. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they go to this restaurant. The restaurant specialty is meat. And that's great news because Jesse loves a good steak. But Jesse needs to learn some etiquette because he's like, all our waiters. It's like. No, he needs to learn Spanish. Well, that too, but all our waiters, when he's calling the waitress, you didn't see it? Waiter. Waiter. Oh, I thought, okay, I thought you were, he was misgendering. No, he says, hola, waiter. Was it a guy? Yeah. I forgot, okay. He said, hola, waiter, bienvenidas. And that, at this rate, Jesse's going to blow through all of his Spanish before the appetizers get there. Because, yeah, he's mixing <laughs> and mingling and English and Spanish, just trying to impress. Did you hear the waiter was like, Buena noches. And Jesse goes like, buena dias. <laughs> it's like, dude, it is not. Just go with the local person. That's what I'm saying. There's no way Jennifer finds this attractive. I think she does. I mean, he's trying. A for effort. Listen, she was trying with them. The fact that True. she was trying with them. True. Where, when there was clearly no attraction, nothing, but she was still trying God bless her. Yeah. God bless her. Yeah. So Jesse orders a steak and tries to get an espresso martini. And I can't shame him there because we love our espresso martinis. Oh, yeah. Never order them with dinner, Jesse. It's usually an after dinner drink. But the waiter's like, no, 
I don't know. We don't we don't do that here. So Jennifer's like, all right, well, how about some red wine? Merlot. A little red wine. Jesse's like, yes, yes. Whatever she says, I agree. Perfecto. Again, trying just grasping at mm-hmm. any Spanish he can. He's a little bit like Corey <laughs> in this. And the wine comes to the table and Jesse's like, wait, is, is this a Merlot? It smells like pee a little bit. Okay, Jesse. Oh, boy. <laughs> but good for him. Takes a swig anyways and goes, oh, shit. <laughs> Jesse, where are your manners, sir? Well, that whole experience was just miserable for him because the wine smelled like pee. His steak was raw. He didn't like anything about his dinner but Jennifer. I've never seen anyone freak out that much over a nice dinner. Did you? Did you get raw actually? Because my steak is raw. So is this, did you, did you order this? Like, I don't know what's going on. I got some weird drink. My steak wasn't caught in a bias <laughs> and I wore my good jacket for this. I dusted off my good jacket for this kind of dinner. What are we doing here, Jennifer? Oh my gosh. Honestly, I think it's okay to send your steak back if you're not happy with the temperature. Sure. That's fine. But it was just one thing after another, after another, which was like, oh, he's not going to be happy about anything. It seemed like it. But listen, we've been there. We went to nice restaurants where the drinks weren't good. The food wasn't good. Sometimes we complain. Sometimes we let it slide. Mm-hmm. But we never throw hissy fits over yeah. it. Like, for example, we just went to a really nice restaurant recently, got some nice steaks. We switched because I got John's, but my steak was 80% fat. Mm-hmm. So you enjoyed your steak. That was mine, but yours. I didn't because it was just fat. You should have kept your original steak then. Well, I always try to make you happy. No, you thought it was undercooked, so you gave it to me. And I gave you my more well done, which was actually yours, but it was just Well, but I also, I saw all the fat on yours and I knew what what I'm getting myself into. Well, here's a pro tip. And I don't know that fat is bad for everyone. I think a lot of people like a fatty steak. I can't take it. But- when you order a well-done steak, as you I didn't did, order a well-done. I'm pretty sure you said well-done. No, I didn't. What'd you say? I said medium well. Okay. It's got the word well in it. So? When you order a well-done steak at a nice place, I don't think the chef's going to give you the nicest cut. They're going to save that for someone who wants to eat it medium or medium rare. Yeah, but whatever cut I got, I wouldn't even give to my future dog. Speaking of dogs... speaking of dogs and restaurants i love this little guy just like walking in stray dog just crosses the screen and jesse's reaction was the best he's like this is one wild restaurant (laughs) the dog's just moping around jesse's complaining jennifer starts to find it rude especially since this is their first date and so yeah she gives him some of her steak And he's like, no, no, my love. No, 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 no. This is yours. Uh, Okay. Maybe one bite. Just one bite. Everyone knows the rules. I'll take one bite. (laughs) Well, she can tell that Jesse is not easy to please. No, I could have told you that. And listen, I would be happy if a random dog walked into a restaurant. I would enjoy it. You'd pay extra for that probably. Exactly. I'll pay extra for the little guy walking around. Mm -hmm. I went to a really, really, really good steakhouse in Aruba. Shout out to El Gaucho. And not inside the restaurant, I don't think, but right outside, bunch of stray cats wandering around. So one could easily slip in the door. Well, I would, that would not get me excited. No, you're more of a dog, dog person. I'm a dog person. So, okay. <laughs> he starts eating some of her steak. His attitude completely changes. It's because her steak is actually good. <laughs> yeah. And he launches into this speech about synergy and how they're meant to be, and they start playing footsie, and Jesse's calling Jennifer his love. And Jennifer just wants to skip the dessert and go to the room. So they do. They leave the restaurant. They go back to the hotel. Jesse wants to get comfortable and relax, so they sit on the couch. There's this awkward moment. Jennifer wants to kiss. She's not going to make the first move. So they sit there for a minute, and then they decide, well, let's change so they get into some robes and jesse's like how about we do some yoga now i 
mean, smooth move instead of just I know. starting to suck on her face. He's like, let's yoga for a little bit. And so then I can make my move. Well, at first I was like, womp, womp. I was like, here mm-hmm. we go. Let's put on our under eye patches and do I, some yoga. Literally, I thought the same. I was like, oh, Jennifer, you really don't pick good guys for yourself. <laughs> but no, they get into bed, which is a place I've never done yoga before. They get into bed <laughs> and... Jesse starts introducing Jennifer and to get into these very sexual couples yoga poses. We should try. Downward doggy style. Whatever that is, sure. Yeah. And right <laughs> right then and there, Jesse plants a big juicy kiss on her. Ooh, and they start to fool around. Ooh. And that's where it ends. Yeah. Yeah. They were really going at it. I wonder if they had some sexy time. They were really going out. I hope they did because poor Jennifer, she's been saving herself. Although, there's the other guy. What's his name? Cacao. Cacao. Yeah. Or cacao. Yeah. (laughs) However you say it. Yeah. But that was a lesson. I hope Tim was watching. That's how it's done. That's how you get it done. Yeah, I can believe. And I do like Tim, but I can't believe he didn't even try. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Who knows? Who knows? There's all sorts of speculation out there. We don't know, but we don't know. Jesse, but hey, Jesse, Jesse got it Atlas, done. they started something. Let's see if they finished. Let's see. We if might find out next next week. Oh, Let's, this week. This well, it's Wednesday, so Friday. Sure. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. We'll see. We'll find out. Stay tuned. Very curious. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have Sinjin and still Tanya. So this is three episodes in, and Sinjin. And Tanya are still together. So I don't know. Is he going to go be free and start dating soon? Or what's going to happen here? Well, he said things has been rough since he told her about the divorce. But hey, didn't you guys decide on this together that it's, things are not working out? That Tanya wants to have kids and she does ever, never want to have kids. It was my understanding that they talked about it and they decided, hey, let's go our separate ways. But I until th- we do so, we can keep living together. I think Tanya begrudgingly agreed to this. It was seemingly Sinjin's idea. He was the one who was like, this is not going to work. I need to spread my wings and fly away. And I think Tanya was like, okay. So there has been tension since that conversation. It hasn't been the best living situation mm-hmm. so we see Sinjin at home whipping up a cocktail it looked like he was making Jesse's espresso martini <laughs> he was making some sort of concoction I think some Kahlua based coffee based concoction looked very good he needs that liquid courage because they are having a rough time mm-hmm. living together since that uncomfortable conversation so while Sinjin's playing bartender Tanya's looking for a dress that says hey mom I'm getting divorced That's what she's looking for. Mm -hmm. That's what she's going to put on because they're going to meet up and break the news to Tanya's family about their breakup. Uh Uh-oh. So Tanya and Sinjin, before they go, they sit down, they're at their house, and they want to plan out how they're going to approach breaking the news. What divorce means for Tanya and what it means for her mom since they're both sponsoring Sinjin's visa. So high stakes, a lot on the line, high pressure situation, and we're going to take it to the green room. They go to this restaurant, the green room in New London. Sinjin's mom, Missy's there, half-sister, Andrea's there, and you can immediately feel the tension. Well, because they think they have some big news to share, which they do, but they were thinking of (laughs) different kind of news. Missy's like... So what's up? We're out. It's a little more special. I mean, the green room? You're bringing us to the green room? You don't just bring us to the green room for anything here. What are you guys, pregnant? You guys having a baby? You with child, Tanya? Come on, we're at the green room. She's not wasting any time. Sinjin's like, uh, well, no. It's a decision a while in the making. Uh, we decided that uh, we're, uh, we're going to break up. And Missy's face contorts into like nine different shapes. She can't believe it. She can't understand. She can't comprehend what she's hearing. 
She thought they were pregnant. This is the opposite of being pregnant. This is not a life being born. This is a life being destroyed here. And Missy's like, wow, really thought they'd work through their shit. I mean, did she? Remember there was this throwback about Sinjin drinking her Jack Daniels <laughs> and not helping around the house and she was not happy about it. So did she actually like him as her son-in-law? No. And were they really going to work through anything when Tanya was running off to the rainforest for 30 oh days at a time? Right, That Missy? and the soulmate comment. That's I it. would be, if I was Sinjin, I would be back in South Africa. Put a fork in it. They're done. Speaking of the Jack Daniels, though, Missy is one of those people you can smell through the TV screen. Oh, for sure. You look at her and you go, cigarettes, Jack Daniels, mm -hmm. maybe a wood-burning stove somewhere. Mm -hmm. You can, you look at her and you smell it. Oh, yeah. You oh, smell yeah. it. Angela's another one. Maybe Dirty Deb. I can smell cult too. You can smell cult. It's not a good smell. It's, it's a, good little, smell. a little beef jerky and cats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a few of those where you can. And yeah. some you look at and they smell good. True. Like I do. I do think Jesse probably smells pretty decent. I think so too. Right. You know, mm -hmm. he wears some cologne, a decent deodorant, maybe Tim some aftershave. I think smell good too. Who? Tim. Tim from Veronica and Tim. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's got, yeah, some TJ Maxx cologne or something. I think you can do a little better. All right. All right. Well, you think what you want to think. I can also smell mm, Ziet and Rebecca. Ooh. I can smell the burger she works so with. Much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I'm getting hungry. So Andrea, sister Andrea asks, when did you guys decide that this wasn't going to mm -hmm. work? And Sinjin says, two months ago, we realized we don't agree on children. That's not going to change. We tried therapy. That's not working out. So... Ah, we just got to go our separate ways. I don't want children with anyone. It's not just Tanya. And that seems like a deal breaker for her. So we just mm -hmm. got to call it quits. I have a thought on this. Are you ready? Sure. I believe he doesn't want to have kids right now. And maybe forever. But I also think it's all about a person. If you're with a person who said, you know, my soulmate, we don't agree on all this. She was pushing him, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, he doesn't want to have kids with her. But... He might meet a nice girl who's not going to push him to do anything. Who's just going to be enjoying his presence. Maybe in a few years, he'll be like, you know what? I do want to reproduce with this person. Sure. A lot of people don't want to be pressured into something. They need yeah. to come to that realization on their exactly. own. Correct me if I'm wrong. My notes here, I have Missy said, did you know you didn't want children before you dragged Tanya along? And he was like, no, it's. It's not just the children thing. We're different people. And it made it seem like he realized once he was in the relationship that he didn't want the children. Well, he also said, I, I tried. I played with Tanya's nieces and nephews. I tried. I tried yeah. to connect with kids, but it's just not for me. And again, maybe he will change his mind eventually, but I just don't think... That whole relationship with Tanya is working for him. Definitely he's pushing not. him. He's not the soulmate. She left him for a month going partying in South America. Like, come on. Plus, what are they doing for work? They're not I don't know, yeah. in any circumstance to bring children into that oh, family. No. And so it's a high pressure situation. Not one that kids should probably be brought into if neither sure. of them are working. Mm -hmm. So I get it. I get it. Tanya chimes in, though, and goes, all this talk about kids, this and that. I thought you'd ask more about you being responsible for him as a co-sponsor. And Missy's like, say what? <laughs> you know mommy was like 10 Jack Daniels deep when I signed those papers. Say what again? I'm responsible for him? Come again? And Tanya says, yeah, once Sinjin has his green card for five years, he can apply for citizenship and that will release him. Mm -hmm. But until then... You got to share your Jack Daniels with him. Fun fact, after five years on his second green card, he will be eligible to apply for citizenship. Doesn't mean he has to do it. What so a fun if fact. He, if he decides that he just doesn't want to become a citizen, he can be here on his second green card for 10 years and they would still be responsible for him. Right. It's just becoming a naturalized citizen that would release them from their responsibilities. Or if he died. Or if he died. Yeah. Or if, as Missy says, 
go back to South Africa. I'm responsible for you. Yeah. Go back to South Africa. Yeah. So Sinjin doesn't like what he's hearing. He feels attacked. He stands up and he leaves. And Sinjin says, this just shows it's time to move on with my life. Tanya and I are better off apart. Yeah, please move on. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. I'm here to (laughs) watch you live the single life. Exactly. You don't do single life, dude. It's taken you three episodes to get single. Who knows? Maybe it's going to take you four. Just get single and bingle. Yeah, let's go. That's what we're here for. All right. Next single. Not couple. Stephanie, a.k.a. Stepanka. So she's at home in Connecticut. She's getting her vibrators out because let's not forget, she has some homework to do that her sex coach gave her. And it's so funny. I actually really thought of what you said last time and what she said as well, that her doing all this sexy porn stuff, that's how she makes her money. If she doesn't feel, or that's, she doesn't, it doesn't affect her because she... She doesn't find pleasure in it. Exactly. I get it. Like, I do 100%. get it. Yeah. But with all these homeworks, she's trying to find pleasure in this. She's <laughs> trying. So eventually, how is it going to affect her work? Mm, in what sense? Why I think it's going to be good for her work. The because more then you, you have should to love separate your job. You should love your job. For sure. But she will have to separate. It's a... She enjoys sex and everything again. And she finds a person to enjoy it with, right? How do you separate that and then what she does for all her viewers? Well, that's two completely different things. That's one thing by herself on camera doing whatever she does. That's another thing to have a relationship with a person and be intimate with another human being. Well, I think the most important part will be to find someone who will be okay with her job. Right. That's, That's the challenge. That's the trick. And it may be that she finds someone, one of her subscribers, who knows what, who knows what she does, who supports what she does, literally, financially, figuratively supports her. And they wouldn't be surprised to find out this news. But that's to be determined. Right now, she's setting up her ring light, her camera. She draws a bath, turns the vibrator on full power. And to make it extra creepy for Discovery Plus, Stephanie's dog is outside the bathroom. <laughs> pawing at the door the pug yeah he's just trying to get in he hears something funny he wants to take a bite you you don't want your dog to eat this homework (laughs) this is homework you do not want your dog eating stephanie but it was a little do you how much would people pay for a sexy time with a pug i think that's illegal theresa and you might is it want to take that back that's called bestiality and i'm i don't know if it's illegal but it should be (laughs) Isn't it, isn't it called like zoophilia? Uh-huh. Right? You seem to know a lot about this. <laughs> we learned it at school. You seem to know quite a lot about All this. these extras, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Extracurriculars. But listen, listen, the dog really wanted to get in. If you can make extra, extra dollars. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Come on. Don't even put that on this podcast. We I'm don't, kidding. We don't need PETA coming at JK, us. JK, JK. Okay. JK. We heard on the last podcast how you banged the deer, so... You have to take it back. You, I you bumped, bumped into a deer, into a deer right. with a car. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So be very clear. Cleared. We love Cleared. animals. We do. But we don't make love to animals. No. Okay? No, definitely not. That's what you said, though. I just want you to clarify for our friends. <laughs> so because they're going to stop sending us their pet pictures. <laughs> If they if they think you want to bang their I'm pets. just kidding, obviously. Okay. But listen. Why are your fingers crossed when you're saying that? <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. Get out of here. Let's let's keep moving on, oh please. My gosh. Please, let's, we got to start editing this podcast. <laughs> We're gonna get into big trouble. So, cut to the next day. Stephanie tells us the homework went pretty well, and she's excited for her next assignment, which is going to be Kegel exercises. But there's no time for that now because she's getting done up for her first date with Steph. First date with a woman since Erica. Mm-hmm. And so she's excited. And nervous. And nervous because she's not sure if Steph is into muff diving, as she says. And she's ready to have some sexy time tonight. She's, she sure is. She's excited about it. So Stephanie peels out in like one of her three Porsches, top down, wind in her hair, and she arrives at Marketplace Kitchen and Bar. Fun fact. This is a fun fact. Whatever fact fun- you spit... Five minutes ago, not a fun fact. I didn't fact. spit. I was asking. Okay. This is a fun fact. We drove by that place. Um, and 
Yes. We would have stopped by, but we were on the way to another nice restaurant. Yes. So we had reservations elsewhere, but we drove by and I was like, hey, hey, that's Marketplace Kitchen and Bar. We that's, should go next that's where time. That's Stepanka and Steph had their date. And I was wrong. Let me take it back because you asked me, oh, does Stephanie live around here? Mm. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I looked it up. She lives in Woodbury. She lives in the town that that restaurant is in. That's very close to your parents' house. Half hour, probably. No, no yes. that's closer. Yes, without giving out GPS coordinates, I would no, say. No, I think it was like 20 minutes. 20 no, minutes. 25. Split 25 minutes. Split the difference. So Stephanie arrives. She's terrified, but she's trying to play it cool. So in walks Steph. So awkward. Steph is like dropping her mask. Stepanka's giggling. Apparently, Stepanka just laughs when she gets nervous. And that laugh is slightly annoying, so hopefully she'll chill. So Steph <laughs> orders the blackened scallops, and Stepanka freaks out because what? Twinsies? Like, that's what I'm getting. OMG, we have so much in common. Two Stephanies are better than one. There's twice as fun. <laughs> Ask anyone. That's two beavers, which they also are. They're two beavers. Shout out to Hora Mitchell Mother. Two beavers are better than one. Both, Always. Both named Steph. Yeah, Stepanka's so thrilled about that. Another quick fun fact. Yeah. We saw two beavers in your parents' backyard in Connecticut. Not this trip. Not this trip. Two separate trips. Saw a beaver at the same spot. Apparently, I've read it's really hard to see a beaver. Hmm. Your mom said she's never seen a beaver. I don't buy that. I don't think she knows what a beaver looks like. Oh, I think she does, and she's never seen one. <laughs> okay. So two beavers are better than one. Absolutely. There was two beavers at, at Marketplace having a good time, and they start talking. Steph tells the camera their relationship is very flirtatious. They have good chemistry when they're together. And Steph finds Stephanie... Very attractive. Very attractive. So while they're sitting at dinner, Stepanka just goes, so the entire time we've been sitting here, I've been doing Kegels. The rest of my body I don't care about, but I want my vagina to be in shape. What a great conversation for a first date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Steph says. Steph's like, great first date conversation. And that's when Stepanka gets real giddy because she's like, okay, so this is a first date? This is a first date? I was wondering. I would like this to be a first date, but I don't want to freak you out. And Steph's like, no, I'd consider this a first date, definitely. So we got a first date, folks. This is a first date. We're witnessing it. This is this is what we do on the single life engine. And okay? we learned that Steph is divorced. And very recently. At the beginning of the pandemic. Doesn't so that seem so fresh? Almost two years. I know, but you hear at the beginning of the pandemic, you're like, oh my gosh, it seems like yesterday. But then you think about the pandemic and you realize we've been home for almost two years. Can you imagine getting divorced at the beginning of the pandemic and then you can't go out, especially in Connecticut, they were pretty locked down. Yeah. You can't go out. You're sitting at home. You're probably miserable. You're probably sad because you just went through this. I'm just surprised that it was the beginning of the pandemic because we've heard... Of a lot of people and some we know that they didn't make it through the pandemic. Right, but it's like a year into lockdown. You're like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's not like the second weekend. You're like, man, that last week was tough. I don't know if I could do that again. I mean, there are people like that for sure. For sure. There's people that should never be together. Mm -hmm. And all it takes is a weekend at home to realize you're not compatible. Very true. But when she said that, I was like, man, that seems pretty quick to be getting back out there. But good for her. It's actually been almost... More than two years? Mm. Almost two years? Almost two. It's going to be two years in March. Okay. Almost two years. In America. But think about it. They filmed this months ago. So she, there's no way she could have been single for more than a year, which is still fine. Get what out there. What was she wearing? Was it, I think it was the summer. She had her top down and the convertible. Yeah, so maybe like spring, summer-ish. So, okay. Oh, year plus. Over a year, which yeah. Which is fine. I'm not which gonna, is good, yeah. You date if, you, you gotta if you're ready on. to date. Yeah, you got to move, move on. You got to move on. So they're there and Steph's like, well, I want someone cuddly. And Stepanka's like, oh my God, you're all about vibes, just like I am. We're, we're the same person. Stepanka goes, I like girls with tattoos, which Steph has, mm-hmm. because I'm strawberry ice cream and I want Rocky Road. She's such a vanilla. Oh. And then she goes, I know you have work tomorrow, 
But speaking of ice cream, how about we have some dessert back at my place? That's a little aggressive. I jarred my own farts. We can enjoy those if you'd be I interested. still can't believe she made 50 grand on that. Yeah, I don't believe she made 50 grand Do on that. Do you think she actually farted in those jars? Mm-hmm. Probably. How do you do it? Who do you think you are? <laughs> what is it running around Scars. Collecting your hearts of jars. Collecting your jar of oh. farts. <laughs> Should we remix jar of farts? I do like that song, so let's not because it's my karaoke song. <gasps> you love an karaoke. It? It's called Jar of Hearts. Jar of Hearts. We have to do, we should at least meme Jar of Hearts. We should. How do we not think about this until just now? What well, are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Okay, that's Stepanka and Steph and farts and kegels and who knows. Jars. Who knows what's happening over there? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Debbie and. When Debbie farts, dust comes out. Dirty D. Debbie could jar her farts because it would, dust would just poof, fill that jar. It is a reference to you know her age. You know what I pictured? The mushroom. What mushroom? It is a mushroom that has like this dust inside. Hmm. And it's called, if I translate it from the Czech name, it's called the dusty mushroom. Mm, you don't eat it. You just, you pop it. It's like. Well, it's not a. I was going to say dandelion, but it's not a dandelion, right? Dandelions are yellow, but there's certain, they're like weeds. Dandelion, maybe it is a dandelion, like dandelion pollen. They're, they look like little lollipops. They look yeah. like little lollipops. There's a green stem and then just a white. Puffball. Let me see. Do you have a picture? Oh, no. That looks like a penis. No, no. Oh my gosh. It looks like it's filled with dirt. Puffballs are not your typical mushrooms. Interesting. Well, let's get back to Debbie. And they smell too. Let's get back to Debbie. She's not your typical mother. <laughs> I was going to say grandma. I can't believe she's not a grandma. Not yet. Well, that would make Colt the father. Nobody is ready for that. I think they are. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> okay. So we pick up where we left off. Debbie's blind date, Eddie. He's just rang the doorbell. Debbie looks terrified, but she's ready for some sexual action. So she's going to do what she's got to do. Edward, 60 years old, Manchester, United Kingdom. Yes, yeah, strong facial hair game. He is a bit of a foreigner from, from England. Mm. And Debbie's happy about this. She says, when you get to this age, you get really, really good at sex you know a lot of things. <laughs> she doesn't know to shut up in bed. She doesn't okay, know that. Okay, Debbie. But you know a lot of things. So she's excited. A couple geriatrics going out for a night on the town. Well, Deb is 10 years older than Edward. Nine. Or nine, yeah. But Colt, no funny business, which is like, okay, dad. Yeah, Cole was doing a little fluffing while Debbie was getting mm -hmm. ready to come out. He was, he was just talking it up with Eddie. But finally she comes out. They meet. Dirty D is vibing him. Cute, cuddly accent, adorable. She loved it all. They hop into Eddie's car and he's immediately like, what was up with that creep who answered the door? Is he, <laughs> is he always there interrogating your dates? And Debbie's like, oh, I don't usually date. This is all new to me. And then she tries to change the subject and ask if he's into tattoos. And he kind of looked like a guy who'd be into tattoos. So but he's not. Kind of surprised and he said, no, I'm not. And so now she's like, oh, man, I'm really striking out. This isn't good. We're barely at the end of my street. But she's, she did the thing that, you know, when someone talks to you and they have a different opinion than you, but you still want to impress, so you kind of lie. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, I'm not into tattoos either, but, you know, I got this one. Just got this huge one on my breast. I'm Last like double episode, D's. she's like, I'm loving this. I'm loving my <laughs> butterfly tattoo. Got to get awesome. another yeah. But she's like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not into that either, not but you know, either. I got this one, no. you know, I'm, I'm old enough. Yeah. So now she's like, oh man, this isn't going well. So they're sitting there in silence and she just goes, I have cats. <laughs> it's like the most hilarious segue. I have cats. I loved it. I like died laughing. And she goes, want to see mine? This is Cookie. She's quite beautiful. And this dude is driving a car and she's like, look at my cat. Look at my he, cat. He, straight up honesty. He's like. I don't need to see that. 
Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good she, looking cat. She forces, yeah, she forces him to watch her like iMovie montage of Cookie. <laughs> and he's finally like, yeah, okay, she's quite pretty. Oh, Liar. Debbie. Oh, Debbie. So they get to the lounge and the producer asks Eddie his initial thoughts. And he says, she looks a lot older than I expected, but I enjoy her ability to talk a lot. Sarcastic. Was it? I couldn't. I mean, I think he felt bad after saying she looked older than I thought. And then he's like, well, what's a redeeming quality? Maybe. Uh, she, she can talk a lot. About her cats. So they sit down. We learn Eddie doesn't drink. Uh-oh. I would be out of the door. Doesn't drink. <laughs> doesn't like tats. Doesn't like cats. This guy's got nothing He's the opposite of that. He's the opposite of Dirty D. But his sobriety is not going to slow her down. Drunk Deb, double D's. She orders a scorpion bowl. Love it. Six shots, 64 ounces. And Debbie's like, oh, hell yeah, make it a double. <laughs> right? I love that the, the waitress is like, um, is that okay? She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bring it because this dude doesn't drink, so I better have fun on my own. Yeah, he goes with a tonic water and lime, which is a great mocktail. That was my suggestion for Natalie. Mm. Was It looks like a cocktail. True. It looks like a vodka mm-hmm. and or soda. Or gin tonic. Right. Mine is the gym. And that's what he goes with. It's a smart move. It's clearly a man who's been doing this for some time now. And that was my suggestion for Natalie. But she wants to still go with those sugary fake I mean, maybe Edward and Natalie should get together. It's the 60s and you 40. Hello. Okay. All right. So they start talking about dating, about dating apps, how Debbie's only been finding guys interested in banging. And so Debbie asks, or Eddie asks Debbie, her opinion on sex on the first date. Dirty D isn't against it, as we know. Not against it. So Eddie goes, I'm hoping to be having sex into my 80s. I don't need those little blue pills. Some guys need those little blue pills. I don't need them. I guess it's because he doesn't drink. That's a good point. I was thinking it's good that he doesn't drink because this is a lot of information he's divulging. This Mm -hmm. is a lot to be saying on a first date, the first 10 minutes of a date. Imagine if he got drunk, how much he would talk. I think he's counting on Debbie getting wasted and forgetting everything. So That's true. It only takes (laughs) one scorpion ball. So he asks, well, what do you want to do after drinks? And I didn't like this because Eddie's definitely leading Dirty Deb on. Right? Oh, yeah. Asking about sex on a first date, talking about his extra hard erections, asking what they want to do after drinks. And Debbie's like, you can take me home. Kiss me on the cheek. And again, Eddie's flirty with or without masks. Ooh. Debbie's like, definitely no masks. Hashtag pandemic. Hashtag COVID's just a flu. Hashtag where we go when we go all. <laughs> I really thought that he's going to give his her on a cheek. He's, she's going to invite him over to bang it out. Ooh. Probably not going to see each other again because they literally have nothing in common. Right, right. But I didn't expect Eddie just ghosting her. They Well, it wasn't ghosting. It was the opposite of ghosting. And it was something I was startled to see. Friend zoning. Friend zoning, right. Ghosting would just be dropping her off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Promising, promising. Never talking to her again. He does the complete opposite, which, okay, maybe this is old school. Maybe this is why I've never seen her done it myself. He drops her off, walks her to her door, and right then and there goes, I had a good time, but I really didn't feel a love connection, you know? I love it. People should be honest because you don't have love connection with almost anyone Unless you're lucky, you meet the right person, right? What was all that sex talk about then, Eddie? I think why he was would just you... flexing on TV? Why would you bring that up? You're Listen, leading her on. He knows on. he's gonna be on TV. He's hoping for some text messages, some DMs. Oh, right, right. Yeah, but he knew, and I felt bad. He just should have told Debbie, like, hey, you know, we'll talk, and maybe discuss it later. Let her have a good night, right? Finish yeah. it strong. I don't know. I think it's good, like a band aid. Listen. I love the honesty, but I almost feel like maybe he shouldn't have just friend zoned her like that. Yeah, right. She's bummed about it. She's in the friend zone and I'm bummed about it because it led her to say something that I shouldn't be surprised now (laughs) because she's so dirty when she talks. But she says, 
Now I'm in the friend zone. I don't want to be in the friend zone. I want to be in the fuck zone. Oh, Depp. Oh, Depp. I'm speechless. I'm listen. She's getting out there with her age, so she can still use her vagina. Why not? Yeah, but you don't have to use that word. True, but since the beginning of the season, we all learned how dirty Debbie uh, is. So her saying fuck zone doesn't surprise me. The fuck zone sounds like an adult Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like, oh. I don't even know how to react to that. It's like where you have like your 30th birthday party. Where are you having your 30th birthday party, Tyler? The fuck zone. It's Ooh. like, oh, okay. A bunch of different sex games and stuff. I mean, listen, Debbie Boys. thought she's going to get some because she drank the scorpion ball. <laughs> he dropped her off. He walked her to the gate. Yep. She was expecting like, oh, you want to Slapped her on the ass and said, get out of here, kid. I'll stop talking. Our cats can watch us. Oh. 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 Yeah. Okay. okay. So uh, I start crying after she says fuck zone. Then she gets sad and she starts crying because she's like, it's hard to put myself out there, especially after being alone for so long. And I have a suggestion for her. Yeah. With her interests, right? She lives in Vegas. She loves to drink. She loves to gamble. She loves going out. She loves banging. There are men who like the same. Just go and play a bingo or maybe like a senior club yeah. where you play poker. Yeah. You will find people with similar interests. Or go to the Fox Zone. It's right off Las Vegas Boulevard. <laughs> it's next to the Penthouse Club. You'll meet a nice guy there. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's let's talk about our last <laughs> single. Can we talk about our last single? Natalia. Natalia. It's been five days since her date with Johnny. But he asked for a second date, so that's good. That'll be tomorrow. But today, she's at the pool with Yolanta in their matching red bikinis. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do outfits the second about this? Oh, uh, not really. Well, nice-looking bikinis, a couple nice-looking women. I don't like red, so I'm just going like, to skip over. A little bold, a little Baywatchy. But they looked good. They looked fantastic. So Yolanta asks about the date, and Natalie says, He talked about God. I liked that he talked about God. She loves God. Here's a thought. We're talking about, oh, Debbie, she should go to the fuck zone to meet a guy. But Natalie should go to church to find a guy. Very true. Go sit in the pews. Meet yourself a nice guy. Very true. And bada bing, bada boom, you got a man of God. Or he can, she can date a priest. Some priests can date. I don't know if that's true, but it is. come on. I think some can like date and get married. I mean, some priests break all the rules, so I'm sure there'd be one out there willing to marry Natalia. Mm-hmm. So, okay. They're there. They're talking. It's all good. She's got her date coming up. But in the meantime, she's going to meet up with Johnny because they have a modeling workshop. Did you hear say that she told Mike about her date with Johnny because she doesn't want to hide anything from him? Yeah, but it kind of went nowhere. It was like, Yolanta asked, oh, does Mike know? She's like, yeah, I don't want to hide anything. It's like, okay. He did, but what kind of a relationship they have? Because I believe that at this point, he's still paying for her, all her stuff. Well, that's the relationship they have. Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly what it is. He's a piggy bank. So we cut to later that night. They're at the modeling workshop. She's going to learn how to walk the runway, pose, Make connections. John is looking hot. Come on. At least he lost the fedora. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. He's a good looking man. Let's go back to Natalie in that bikini. Let's talk about that for a minute because she was looking pretty good herself. So, okay. (laughs) Natalie walks in, sees Johnny. They start practicing the runway walk. Natalie gives it a, a little bit of a whirl, struts her stuff. Johnny's a big fan. He's like yelling from the side, good, 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 <laughs> which I feel like is what he yells in the bedroom too. He's probably just like, good, good, good. He's just seeing, <laughs> Therese is giving me a very creepy look. He seems like that kind of guy, okay? How do you know? I've seen this man on television and I know those men in What real kind life. of porn are you watching? Not ones with men wearing fedoras and drinking Red Bull and vodkas. <laughs> but listen, when you add all Red that Bull up, vodka's good. when you add all that up, Johnny's got a mirror on his ceiling and he is chanting good, good, good as he's having sex. I don't think so, but okay. 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 Call in. Call in if you guys know. So they're doing the runway. Natalie goes, I'm not worried about my age because I look 20. 
beautiful body, beautiful face. I'm a goddess. Goddess, forget forget vaccine or whatever. The Miriam dictionary word of 2021 was goddess. Should be the word of, <laughs> at least for TLC, for 2021. Darcy's a goddess, Stacey's a goddess, Natalie's a goddess. Way too much confidence for my taste. So much confidence. but So much confidence. Good she for should, her. She should be a model for like diapers because she's a freaking child. I think we used that joke last time. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to using the joke. Because yeah, she hasn't grown up. She's trying to walk the runway and for a second it's looking good. And then she makes that face and that childish laugh. And it's like, get out of here. I thought she looked pretty good on the runway. Thought she for was, a second. Yeah, she looked pretty good for a second. So then one of the, everyone can walk the runway. I'll walk the runway right here. All right. <laughs> and I'll just chant good, good, good. Hey, you put the fedora on. Okay. All right. You come down <laughs> over there. So one of the instructors comes up. And asks if Natalie and Johnny want to try modeling as a couple, like a couple's runway scene. But Natalie starts getting in her head a little because she says, I'm still married to Michael on paper. <laughs> Johnny doesn't know this. So she went on a date with a guy. Yep. But she cannot fake yep. model with him because she's still married. <laughs> yes, yeah, the dumbest thing. They're going yes. on a second date. It's not even like I went on the first date, I felt bad, I'm still married. And listen, Natalie is a pretty girl. I'm not gonna. I'm now not gonna lie talking. about that. Now we're talking. But, yeah. but yeah, you remember when she claimed that her IQ is very high? Very high. That's what I have an issue. Right. She's, That's she's, what I have an issue because her choices are so wrong. Yeah. Well, her view of the world is so wrong. I don't even know if that's IQ, but. Just her, I think it's a little bit morality. I don't see Einstein making ridiculous decisions and his IQ was through the roof. Who's? Oh, Einstein? Yeah. (laughs) How do you say it? It's Einstein. Einstein bagels? Einstein. Okay. (laughs) However you say it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you Santa Claus isn't real. I know he isn't. I'm sure that's how they say it in Czech. We don't have Santa Claus. Who cares? No, Einstein. Oh, Einstein. That's how we say it, yeah. Yeah, we say Einstein. Oh, you do? Yeah. Ugh. America. Okay. America. (laughs) The beautiful. Speaking of Natalie. Okay. So, of course, Natalie's nervous because she needs to tell Johnny she's still married and they have this date coming up and they're still flirty. So, there's a lot she has to come clean about. Imagine coming clean about that while he's drinking water because... Well, let me just say. Johnny doesn't look like the guy who cares if you're married. I think he just wants to bang. Exactly. I'm pretty sure Johnny's had sex with a couple married women before. Oh, for sure. So I don't think it's going to scare him I mean, he's good looking. He can. I'm sure he has options. Oh, boy. What? Well, here's what I'll say. Scenes from the next, Johnny has another dumb hat on. So get ready for that. I wear hats sometimes. Sometimes. You wear hats too. Yeah, not fashion hats. I wear like a baseball cap if I don't want to do my hair from traveling. I fashion. I would like it. You want me in a fashion? I'm, yeah. I, you will never see me in a let's fedora. Let's go to Nordstrom this weekend. You'll never see me in a fedora. Let, let's go to Nordstrom. No. no. <laughs> okay. I think that takes us to the end of the episode. I think we're at the end. Are you? I think I've a, said it all. Okay. So <laughs> make sure you guys follow the podcast wherever you're listening. Get ready for the name change. It is coming. It's going to be here before you know it. The next time you listen to the Single Life Podcast, it'll be a different name. But in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love. That's good. That's good now until December 6th. Guys, don't forget. Don't forget to follow us because you can not just see our awesome memes and stuff. You can chat with us as well. Yes, and we'd love to chat with you guys. We'd love, love to Please chat. still send us your pet pictures. We promise Therese is not doing anything dirty with them. Please keep sending them. Ugh. Also, one more ask. <laughs> Make sure you follow the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Hey, guys, smash it like is Johnny's hot. Nope. And <laughs> sorry, one more thing to ask. If you haven't left a review, it would be amazing if you could, especially right now with the name change coming up. It actually makes a huge difference with the ratings and the finding and the following and all that good stuff. So please, if you haven't rated or reviewed the podcast, please do so. Okay. That is it. I have said it all. You have said more than enough. I should have cut your mic off 45 minutes ago. What are you talking about? You what would you do without me? You live and you learn. What would you do without me? No catchphrases? No catchphrases. Okay. All right. <laughs> I will ask you then. Have you said it all? I have said it all. Absolutely. All right. 
We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.